the persecution against、uh, God's people has entered into the worst time that we have seen in 40 years. This is an almost unprecedented challenge to the new generation of Chinese Christians. We have never seen something like a, a national sweep. Everybody has to almost worship Xi Jinping、uh, before they worship God. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus's words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help. Right now on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network. Welcome again to the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton, and we are in our studio in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, today with Bob Fu. Bob is the founder and president of the China Aid Association. You can find their website at chinaaid.org. He is also the author of not one but two books: God's Double Agent, the true story of a Chinese Christian's fight for freedom. That tells the story of Bob growing up in China, coming to Christ. Uh, becoming a dissident, I think we would describe him as a dissident,、uh, and then becoming a hunted man by the Communist Party there, eventually having to flee the country. He is also the author of a brand new book, "The Politics of Inclusive Pluralism: A Proposed Foundation for Religious Freedom in a Post-Communist Democratic China." We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. Bob, welcome back to Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Thank you, Todd. My old friend, inviting me back. <laughs> We have、uh, known each other for a lot of years now, and、uh, I so appreciate、uh, your connection to the Chinese Church. And、uh, I love telling people when you're with Bob,、uh, his phone will ring, and it could be the wife of a pastor who's just been imprisoned in China.、Uh, it could be a United States senator <laughs> asking for some information.、Uh, it could be a reporter from the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal.、Uh, you just never know who Bob has been talking to in the week before you talk. I want to start out today with a story of a persecuted Christian in China, and it's a it's a situation that's going on right now, and I think it kind of illustrates. What's happening in China? So I think it'll help our listeners understand what it's like to be a follower of Christ in China.、Uh, the man's name is Chen Wengshun. Talk to us about his story, how he came to faith, and what has happened to him since then. Thank you, Todd. The brother Chen Wengshun from Hunan Province.、Uh, he was a former mafia, kind of operating in the underground world, and then. God saved him, and、Amen. he became a follower of Jesus Christ. And not only he became a follower of Jesus Christ as a lay Christian, just going to church, he became really bold messenger and ambassador for Christ. He just decided to have all out, basically sharing this good news of Jesus Christ to anyone. That、uh, not only around him, but also in the marketplace.、Uh, so he just basically would go out on the street and evangelize. Yes,、uh, January first in the new year of 2021, he started his New Year's evangelistic campaign <laughs> by just going to the marketplace in Changsha, the capital city of Hunan Province, and. Guess what? He was、uh, announced by the 
public security as a violator of religious law for engaging unauthorized religious activities and sentenced to ten days administrative detention. So at the tenth day, when he was released, his eighty-year-old mother met with him at the detention center, and the first word Brother Chen Wenxiong told his mother is. Mother, hallelujah to the Lord! You know, I got a ten days retreat in the detention center and share the gospel with everyone in my room. And、uh, you know, his mother was like, "Oh, Sam, that's good." So she holding held his hands, basically joined his son, said, "Let's go." Not going home, but going back to the marketplace、wow. and start another round of evangelism. And this time he was sentenced to 15 days, another longer retreat in the prison. And、uh, his mother was、uh, too old,、uh, you know, to be sentenced. So he was like uh, basically uh, doing his uh, uh, prison theology in his detention center, continue to share the gospel, and then after 15 days he was not stopping. But the Chinese government officials wants him to stop. I think they are very nervous about the third round. So they, <laughs>、uh, he was picked up by the Religious Affairs Bureau official, by the Public Security, by the Neighborhood Committee, by the Party Secretary. You know, they were all escorting him from his prison back to his home.、And、guess what? At his living room. He tweeted. I mean, the Chinese wave tweeting, "Hallelujah to the Lord! This is the first time God gave me opportunity for three hours nonstop. I share this gospel. I mean, the gospel of Jesus to all these senior officials in my own living room, and it was、uh, so touching. One of the officials was so touched. Even he said, 'Ask me for a copy of the Bible.' Wow! You talk about really miracle and God's faithfulness." And so, just a, a couple of weeks ago, Brother Chen Wenxiong organized even his、uh, own, like a Billy Graham Crusade type of thing. His own team with the nine people,、uh, evangelists、uh, together. They are doing this、uh, like in group now, and、uh, so they share the gospel in every corner of the street. And then, all nine of them were sentenced to imprisonment. So. Uh, four were sentenced to ten days. Four were sentenced to twelve days. Brother Chen Wenxiong got another fifteen days. Wow! Uh, uh, administrative detention, and uh, so this is uh, uh, still developing. But you know, I was、uh, honestly, you know, as much as we know, you know, the the kind of uh, uh, Chinese brothers' way of doing uh, ministry, uh, practicing their prison theology. I mean, this is uh, uh, really. I feel even nervous about him. <laughs> I prepared a Chinese Christian lawyer for him way in advance, and、uh, the lawyer asked him privately, said, "You know, next time you may be sentenced to a year or three years, or like Pastor Wang Yi, maybe nine years imprisonment. And、uh, do you want me to、uh, help you? You know, like、uh, sign a legal representation paper?" And he said. No, I don't need that. Jesus is my best defense lawyer,、wow. so I don't need to do that. So, because whenever I go, it is God's will. 
Bob, where does that kind of spirit come from? Uh, I mean, the idea that 10 days in prison is a a spiritual retreat, uh, the idea that as soon as I walk out of the prison doors, I'm going to go back to the market where I got arrested, and I'm going to keep on sharing the gospel. Where does that kind of boldness and that kind of spirit come from? It is, as Paul said in 2 Corinthians, it is the love of Christ compels us with the, the love you couldn't resist by sharing. I mean, this is everything what Brother Chen Wenxiong said. He basically said, how can I hide, you know, the, the, this is the good news by myself? I mean, he just, uh, uh, I mean, as Paul said, woe to me if I don't speak, right. you know, for the gospel. It's like he can't help it. He, he can't he's help. He's got to talk to yeah, somebody about this. Yeah, he's really purpose-driven by the gospel. I would think that if I am a government official— and I see this person who used to be a mafia leader, a criminal, and now he's a good citizen. Now he's treating other people with respect. I would think that they would think, hey, this is great. This guy used to be in the mafia. Now he's a good citizen. Why are they so opposed to a message that would turn a mafia person into a good citizen? Why are they so offended by that? Yeah, I mean, you, you would think that way, you know, in a normal sense. It's uh, like uh, the Chinese church has a famous saying, one more Christian, one more Christian, one less criminal, one more church, one less prison, right? I mean, this is Brother Chen Wenxiong, yeah. I mean, if uh, he continued to be a mafia, he would really uh, cause a lot of social troubles uh, for the government, for the people, for Communist Party, right? But I think uh, back to the biblical sense, it is a spiritual warfare. I mean, after all, why, you know, Jesus was even crucified? Why, you know, the early church, Justin Martyrs, you know, uh, uh, Baltimore, you know, why? I mean, they are great citizens. I mean, the gospel has never, like, uh, intended to make uh, guerrillas and make, uh, you know, revolutionaries, um, you know, in the earthly sense. Um, But the gospel of Jesus Christ is revolutionary. Uh, In a sense, uh, the power of the Holy Spirit uh, make you immigrant from the kingdom of darkness, kingdom of Satan, kingdom bondage, to kingdom of light, kingdom of God, kingdom of redemption and humility. Uh, so I think the darkness, uh, according to First John, said, you know, when the light comes, what the darkness respond? They're not like, oh, welcome, uh, we like light. They're not, they are resisting the light. They hate the light. I think that is telling because the Communist Party, in essence, is uh, is a, a very dark ideology. You know, they are an anti-Christ uh, uh, religion, in a sense, atheistic religion, mm-hmm. and the image of God, you know, any uh, dignity of humanity, that is the antithesis of the communist teaching. So I think uh, that's why in, in, uh, it's a spiritual warfare uh, in the end. Absolutely. We're talking this week on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Bob Fu. He is the founder and the president of the China Aid Association. Before we continue the conversation with Bob, I want to make you, our listeners, aware of a special opportunity this month. My book, When Faith is Forbidden, 40 Days on the Frontlines with Persecuted Christians, is available to anyone who makes a donation to VOM this month. 
You can do that at our website, vomradio.net. Right at the top of the page, there is a link that says Book Offer. Just click on that. You can give online, and we will send you a copy of the book as our way of saying thank you. If you give $30 or more, you can receive two copies. So you can have one for yourself, one to pass on to your pastor or another Christian friend. Uh, I know we talked about the book several months ago when it came out. I want to make you aware of this special offer from Voice of the Martyrs this month. Again, vomradio.net. At the top of the page, it says Book Offer. Just click on that link. It will explain everything there. We're now more than three years into the the new religious laws that took effect in 2018 in China. What is different? What's different in 2021 than it was in 2016 or 17 before those laws went into effect? The fundamental difference is we have seen the persecution against uh, God's people, his church, and even other religious minorities has entered into the worst time that we have not seen in 40 years, uh, perhaps really ever since the Cultural Revolution. Certainly since the 32 years ago when the Tiananmen Massacre you know, started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was in the Tiananmen Square with the thousands of people, and two days later, the tanks, machine guns, started the massacre. So now you have seen for the first time the Communist Party engineered the genocide, crime against humanity by putting from one to three million people in West China in the concentration camps. Some are, you know, Muslims predominantly, these uh, Uyghur and uh, Kazakhs, but Christians too. Yeah, we know them. Uh, so this is uh, really the the worst time. Uh, I mean, we have seen the Chinese children; millions of them were forced to sign a form to renounce their faith. Not only just like dissociate with the church or Christianity, but to renounce their faith. You and, know, and that becomes a norm, a requirement. Like yeah. if you're going to go on in school, if you're going to join the party, if you're going to get a job. You need to sign this form that says, I have no faith. Oh, you not only said, now you have no faith. If you are found, you are Christ followers. You have to renounce your faith. Said I, from today's on, you know, I will not believe this uh, uh, Christianity anymore. I was misled. So the party prepared a, a document, a declaration for them. And the teachers, all the teachers, nurses, doctors in the medical field, also have to sign this form. Basically, they cannot believe in any religion. The interesting thing to me is is the Chinese government has always said, we're fine with Christianity, we just want it to be in the registered church. We, we want it to be in the approved church. What these documents say is, you can't even go to a register. We don't want you to go to any church. A- am I right about oh, that? Oh, you're absolutely right. This is a, certainly a new phenomenon under this new regulation, and now it goes to the extreme. You know, this uh, clergyman, they called, uh, the, there is a new regulation actually just recently took effect on May 1st called the Regulation on Managing the uh, Religious Clergyman. Uh, so if you read that, the, the first qualification to be a clergyman, like pastors, priests, uh, bishops, or uh, 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 imams, or a uh, Buddhist monk, uh, you have to 
pledge your allegiance, uh, uh, absolute allegiance, not only to the party and the party's teaching, the Communist Party, but also to President Xi Jinping, our dear leader. Personally, now, yeah, personally. Wow. So you have his picture now being handed all the congregations. So the the the, the new phenomenon is、uh, even the government sanctioned church now. Are under the、uh, sweep of、uh, atheistic teaching, and、uh, almost a cultic worship of、uh, personality. Yeah, my mind is just spinning. the The idea that if you want to be a, a registered church pastor, you need to sign a, a pledge of allegiance to the. Communist Party, which teaches that God doesn't exist, that there is no God,、right. so you have to sign allegiance to them in order to be a pastor in a registered church, and sign an allegiance to Xi Jinping, who has been maybe one of the worst persecutors since Mao. I mean, I mean, is that accurate? To Very、say? accurate. So he's nicknamed the Chairman Mao Junior. That's、uh, how he's operating right now. I just, I don't think that. We can understand the pressure that's being brought to bear on our Chinese brothers and sisters. I mean, when you talk about students, fifteen, sixteen years old, being given a document here, do you want to go on to your education? Sign this document right now. How, how does how is the church getting everyone? But especially, I'm thinking of fifteen and sixteen and seventeen year old students. How is the church getting them ready to say, "No, I'm not going to sign the document." I believe in Jesus Christ. This is an almost unprecedented challenge to the new generation of Chinese Christians. We have never seen something like a, a national sweep. Everybody has to almost worship Xi Jinping、uh, before they worship God. I think the new generation of Christians in China have not been kind of really trained、uh, or prepared that way. Maybe it's Lord's mercy, you know, so the new wave、uh, could translate into a more preparedness. You know, this is a spiritual battle. We can't be relaxed. You have seen, you know, Pastor Wang Yi. You know,、uh, before even. He was arrested and sentenced to nine years in prison, and he prepared. He wrote a letter to be released after he was arrested, right? Yes. That, yes. As soon as I'm arrested, make this letter public. Yeah, this is a quote. Yes, go、I、for it. I read to you. He said, "Separate me from my wife and children, ruin my reputation, destroy my life and my family." The authorities. Are capable of doing all of these things. However, no one in this world can force me to renounce my faith. No one can make me change my life, and no one can raise me from the dead. End the quote. That exactly happened to Pastor Wang Yi. You know, he was separate. He was arrested. His wife was tortured. His their,、uh, you know, twelve-year-old son Joshua was also put in the dark room. Has to ride a police car, go to brainwashed communist school from their、uh, church school, and yet he is、uh, making that declaration. And our good friend, you know, Chinese American pastor John Hall is the same. He was sentenced to seven years for setting up. You know, sixteen, seventeen schools, but he was、uh, writing poems. He was uh, uh, sharing the gospel, teaching English to these、uh, prisoners. That's the, what's happening. The amazing thing to me, and, and you read the quote from Pastor Wang Yi, the amazing thing to me is that they had counted the cost ahead of time. 
Amen. Pastor Wang Yi is saying, I know I may have to go to prison. I know my reputation may be ruined. I know I may be separated from my family, but you cannot take Christ out of my heart. He knew. I mean, he's serving nine years in prison right now. He knew that was an absolute likelihood, not just a possibility, but That's a right. likelihood. Absolute likelihood, yeah. And he kept going. He kept serving. He kept ministering. That's the sense of courage that I hope our listeners can draw on. And, and I know, as you say, that the Chinese church is drawing on because they know those stories. They know the stories of Samuel Lamb and Alan Yuan and now Pastor Wang Yi. How do we translate those down from one generation to the next? Or, or how is the church in China passing those stories down from one generation to the next? I mean, listen to this from Pastor Donthal's poem. Uh, he said, you can't take away my freedom, but you can't take my prayers. Like we're listening to his prayers. My prayers have wings and leaps over the iron mesh high wall. Many brothers and sisters have heard them. Today, Today they're hearing them right now. Them. And they fly freely every day and reach the heaven on the blue sky. You can impose heavy punishment on me, but you can't hold my soul and spirit. It is like a cheerful yellow bird gently prays to the iron gate. My Savior must have heard my voice. You can deprive me of the sun. I eat leftovers with coldness every day. That's Chinese prison. But you can't extinguish the brightness that the Lord has placed in my heart. Greetings all over the world. Make me warm. Passion fluttering. Do you think that I'm lonely? Have you seen any Christian walking alone in your, means Communist Party, 20, 70 years of persecution? You think that persecution can stop the church? How really ignorant you are. He didn't forgot, he, forget his humor rebuking <laughs> the Communist Party. <laughs> I mean, this is just part of that. I mean, it's just uh, beautiful. I hope you know, our brothers and sisters after pandemic disturbing our lives and uh, really disrupt dis, disrupt everyday's lives right for the whole world we can uh, hear hear what uh, pastor don hall has to see from his dark prison he's praising the lord he's uh, you know in total social distance <laughs> like uh, you know uh, and lockdown over there uh, and but he's praising and singing the songs and uh, knowing that his prayer is being heard uh, by our Savior and the Lord. And certainly, he's now his voice is being heard by hundreds of thousands of your listeners. And interestingly, he is not alone. He, he said that in the poem, I'm yes, not alone. He's not alone. Uh, we, we know that's true. How is his family doing? I know his wife is an American citizen, yeah. so they're not in China. They're here. How how is his family doing? It's very uh, challenging. You know, his wife Jamie Powell is a missionary to China, teaching English in China as a missionary, and uh, they have two wonderful boys. One already got a PhD from University of Michigan. Wow! And the father could not attend. You know, as uh, 
Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, "The the price, the cost of discipleship. This is the cost of following Jesus Christ. It's worth it. You, you can tell. You know, it's it's hard." And um, I, I I met you know with some family members uh, occasionally, and uh, they certainly miss him. They certainly wish yeah. John I, uh, every day. You know, on the Easter, Thanksgiving, the Memorial Weekend, you know, they can have barbecue together. Um, but not, but he's uh, in prison. Maybe barbecue with uh, Jesus Christ. You know, <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, eating the spiritual meals uh-huh. over there. Um, so we need to pray for Pastor John, for Pastor Wang Yi, Brother Chen Wenshong, and his uh, eight uh, other co-workers, and another pastor, uh, Li Junhai from Henan Province, was sentenced to four and a half years for what? For refusing to install face recognition cameras on his church building. Wow. That's the only thing yeah. he was found committed, four and a half years. Two more things before we finish up this week with our podcast episode. Number one, we'd love to have you rate and review VOM Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. That helps us to connect with especially new listeners. That helps our ratings. It helps us reach more listeners. So wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, just click on and rate Uh, Give it a a five-star review. Write a few sentences about how Voice of the Martyrs Radio has blessed you. Uh, We would love to have you do that. The second thing I want to make you aware of is a special offer this month. When you make a donation to Voice of the Martyrs, we will send you a free copy of my book, When Faith is Forbidden, 40 Days on the Front Lines with Persecuted Christians. We talked about the book here on the podcast when it came out several weeks back. We also shared with you the first two days' readings from the audiobook. Now you can receive a free copy of the book when you make a donation to Voice of the Martyrs. If you come to vomradio.net, at the top of the page there is a link that says Book Offer. Uh, Just click on that link. You can actually make your donation online, and we will send you a copy of the book. And if you give $30 or more, we will send you two copies. So you have one for yourself, one to share with your pastor or share with another Christian friend. I would love for you to have a copy of this book. It shares 40 of the most powerful and impactful stories that I have heard from persecuted Christians during my time here at Voice of the Martyrs. Again, vomradio.net. At the top of the page, there's a link that says Book Offer. Uh, Just click on that, make your donation. We would love to send you a copy of When Faith is Forbidden. We're talking this week on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Bob Fu. He is the founder and the president of the China Aid Association. He is going to be back with us next week. We're going to finish the second half of our conversation with Bob, including some specific ways that you can pray for the church in China right now. I know you'll want to hear that conversation, so be sure you're back with us next week right here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network.